um, I could have easily thought, ah, it's rubbish, you know, not doing that anymore. But I thought, no, actually, I like what that brought to me, that experience of setting up that wallet when my brain just went... <laughs> All right, everybody, welcome back to Warrior Cat. And today we are graced with Miss Shia Sheila. Fantastic. Wow, I already butchered that beginning. Wow, let's hope it's all uphill from here. Hello, Sheila. How are you? Hi, I'm okay. I'm good. Thank you. I'm delighted to be here. And thank you so much for having me. You know, I've spoken with you before uh, prior to this, and uh, I just love you and I love everything that you do. Uh, you know, I, I think we're so aligned uh, in, in lots uh, of many, many ways. And uh, yes, yeah, so I'm delighted to be here, you know, as our guest in front of your audience, uh, which, you know, without the audience, it'd just be me and you, right? Yeah, and you know, I, I wouldn't mind if it was just you and I, but it's nice that our audience get a chance to see someone who I would consider a kindred spirit. And we're going to get into why that is, because our audience is familiar with our underlying ethos, the foundations, and why I would consider you a kindred spirit. And like, we're going to kind of explore, I'm going to say, some of the, the founding messages of the foundation uh, although this is warrior cast so we're sort of associated with our foundation we're outside of the foundation but you are a healer you started a healer and you have an accent uh you must be from the bronx right no no where exactly are you from uh, the bronx the bronx yeah from, uh yorkshire in oh not the bronx so, so you know we are in west yorkshire or i am in west yorkshire and uh, it's a beautiful part of the world yeah, so so our um, our big brother uh, over in the uh, in the UK, uh, our, our our favorite nation in, in in the world. So I'm glad that we are uh, speaking to our favorite nation in the world and a great representative. And you had mentioned something before we dive into anything about the northern territory within uh, where you reside. Can you explain just very briefly? And we'll dive into that as like a, a major point, but like just dive into. What's going on there and what you won't let happen? Yeah. Yeah, of course. You know, absolutely. You know, so I love London and that's in the South. I adore London. It's the capital, you know, uh, who doesn't love London? I do. Um, it's diverse and it's, and it's just exciting. And I absolutely love London. I used to live there. However, you know, let's not forget the North, you know, um, because the North is like, almost like, you know, the poor relative, you know, doesn't get um, a lot of attention as it absolutely should do because you know there are some great 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 human beings in the north it's a beautiful place in the world and uh, even if it is cold on most days um yeah so i'm in the north obviously you could argue that i'm biased but yeah um absolutely you know as far as i'm concerned you know the north is 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 not a backseat driver uh, and certainly not on my watch or ought not be and you're going to make sure that's the case oh yeah yeah. So, so yes, 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 yes. Uh, so fighting for those who are less than representative proper, uh, if you will. Um, so I love that. And our audience loves that. Uh, okay, so I just there's so many things to get into. But let's just start off with commonalities. Because people already know who I am. But I want them to know why we're kindred spirits. So uh, again, I started again, in life science and as a trainer, how did you get your professional starting where did that begin for the first let's say 15 years 
Oh, okay, so where did I start? So my background is in mental health uh, for the last 24 years. Uh, so it's something that I'm very, very passionate about, very, very passionate about. Um, you know, I, I focus on well-being and, and uh, behavioural activation and all these things. Uh, more recently, 15 years ago, I um, began my journey as a, a holistic therapist. Um, you know, all these things, you know, guided meditation, um, I'm a very spiritual, very, very spiritual person. Um, I believe, um, you know, that there are many bigger things out there that, than us and um, you know, I believe in always doing the right thing uh, wherever possible. Yeah, and then there's always a the question of what the right thing is. And given that we sort of live in a very like, consumer-oriented, materialist uh, society in our last 300 years has been defined by sort of a, a modernist, you know, material or even a postmodernist infinite interpretation and lack of value schema. So it, it's sort of like that's always sort of it, – I always ask that to be qualified. So when you say, like, you know, to do something good, right? Um, can you just kind of qualify, like what would being, and I know it's silly that we would have to do this, but I think we are at the stage where we have to. So what is an example of you doing something good or one doing something good? Yeah, I think, you know, for me, you know, it's about your moral compass, isn't it? And about what sits well for you, you know, in the gut, way below any other influence, social influence, you know, the need to make money, whatever it is, you know, it's about what sits well with you. Um, you know, that moral compass, you know, that we don't tap into perhaps as much as we should do. You know, it's, it's about, you know, my, my late father, bless him, always told me, um, you know, treat other people as you would wish to be treated yourself. And for me, you know, if ever I have a quandary where I'm not sure, genuinely not sure what is the right thing to do, I, I, I come back and I think, would I like to be treated like that? You know, is that something that I would, would like done to me? And and I'm guided by that, really. You know, I, I always go, go back to those words of wisdom, really, from my late father. Yeah, I mean, so, I mean, that is, it, it affect the golden rule, if you will, right? Something similar. Uh, treat your neighbor as you would have your, treat, your neighbor treat uh, you. And, uh, yeah, I mean, there's a lot of consolidated wisdom that is in the old books, you know, a lot which have been forgotten. At least it's, it's meaning. And then people get uh, caught up in literal interpretation and conflict and they create these artificial boundaries. But at the end of the day, a lot of them are getting at the same fundamental ethos, the spirit of it all, which is why I like to sort of de-theologicalize. That's not a word, but we'll make that a word. And then put it into just plain English, right? Which is just kind of like, okay, um, do to others what you wish they would, let's say, which they ought to do to you or which they ought believe they should do to you. So you're not actually going to interact with them, but like you want to hope that that moral compass is sort of grounded in something that is that is more absolute, that it's not wishy-washy. So when you know what something good is, that the next person has at least a sense that that is within a respectable boundary, that's also good, just so that you both can get together and say, okay, we can discern, because I, I know it's very important that, <clears throat> tolerant and inclusive, but also discerning is wisdom, right? So it's like we have to at some point say, okay, so this is, we, here we are. Now we are inclusive, right? Now we're, we're tolerant and we're accepting. But then there's outside of this, this whole other area, right, here. And we have to be able to at least agree on that variance, right, of uh, that moral compass that you refer to. And then just be honest with each other and, and, 
and and honestly with with ourselves and each other, but also just not be fearful of saying, well, well, this this is not good. Yeah. What do you think on What do you think on that? Yeah. Absolutely no, and you know it comes down to communication. You know, talking, communicating. You know, being honest, being open, transparent. You know, sharing how you feel. You know, we're never going to get true learning if we don't share how we feel. And sometimes, you know, once we've had those conversations, we might discover that, you know, our our you know we've shifted slightly. We've been able to compromise or negotiate or find a middle ground or whatever it is within that, you know, that you described there. You know, and it's that coming together, isn't it? That human coming together and, and you know, that communication from a human point of view, human to human, it, it's it's so important in every walk of life. So I want, I want to focus on what you just said because you sort of put a human focus on tech. And we haven't even got into the tech. Everyone's waiting for when we're going to get into that. We'll get there, guys. But you do put a human touch behind the tech. You, I mean, I'm going to, I'm going to kind of say, like, a matchmaker, move people in the direction of understanding that there is a human behind the technology and maybe let's say maybe to adjust like an algorithm to be able to, to, to speak more to human versus let's say pure rationale. Because if we just stick to pure rationale, that can result in some of the worst atrocities in history as we know. Uh, so <laughs> to remember that there's human and that there's inherent value in, in, in humans, implicit, born in us, right? That there is something there that, that is worth uh, maybe adjusting a purely rational algorithm. Um, you kind of remind maybe the tech community of that in a way. Is that fair to say? Yeah, I think so. I think so. You know, I'm obviously with, with the background that I have um, professionally in, in healing and everything, you know, and, you know, my belief is that, you know, tech is great, isn't it? You know, and a lot of it's mind-blowing, absolutely mind-blowing. And, you know, it can make some real meaningful, impactful changes to so many people and, and, and you know, people that really need it as well. Um, but let's not forget, you know, that behind that tech, there's a human being, you know, and let's not, you know, get left behind, you know. Um, you know, the, the human beings, you know, uh, 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 arguably more important than the tech, you know, because without the human beings behind it, you know. Oh my God, hopefully we're more important. Hopefully, and we stay that way. Oh, AI of, of the sky, please let us remain more important. But yes, please, sorry for that. You, you know what I mean? It's, it's a, it, you know, the human beings are so important and it's about really being able to communicate and go, going back to communication and, and communicating in a way that's that's translatable, that's understandable, that people get. You know, and being able to speak the language of the human beings behind the tech is just as important, uh, if not more so, than, you know, being able to speak the language of tech, you know, is, is the humans behind the tech, you know, the, the, you know, mm -hmm. the whole compass that we talked about earlier and everything else, the thing that drives everything forward, you know, because the whole point for me, you know, with tech is that it's supposed to enhance and, and, and impact our lives, you know, the lives of, of, of human beings across the world in a positive and helpful way, um, you know, and, and so we, we can't let the humans get left behind, if, if you know what I mean. Let's not let them let get, okay, so wait, I just want to give people context as we go along, because I keep want to, I want to dive continually down this human, but I want to just, just let people know sort of what you, so, so you are an advisor to a plethora, I'm not going to even name them all, but we're going to point to the URL below, because it's many, many. Uh, associations of like emergent tech coming together and then you kind of 
adding your voice, which is a very specific, it's a very human-oriented voice, uh, and also the energy you bring to the table is very unlike. I mean, you. I recently found out that. Well, you told me. Okay, so I just find out uh, that that you know uh, uh, Daniel, uh, like I do, Sloan, who's a you know a, a brilliant guy and also has a very strong moral compass, and so like like that's just. Is it serendipity or just like, well, eventually once you you see who's making a difference, it's just kind of a small world and we know each other. And even if we don't know we know each other, we find out we know each other. So I think I thought that was quite fun. Yeah, it's beautiful. It's, it's, it's just beautiful. You know, what I love, you know, about, about tech as much as anything else, and bear in mind that I'm from a non-tech background. I mean, I was completely... I didn't get into that. I mean, yep. like, seriously, I mean, like... Seven years ago, I couldn't even. Okay, okay, okay. Now we, now we have to dive in. Now we have to dive in. You, you, you forced it. You forced it. We're gonna get there. So essentially, so Sheila is up until recently ish, and you can give us a story. Like you're NHS, you're a healer, right? You're uh, through uh, therapy or through uh, Reiki. You know, through these these two, the Western and let's say the Eastern or holistic approach. And then suddenly something happened. There was like an event that some people might be aware of. Can you tell us what was this event that may have happened? And then where was Sheila before and then after that event? Okay. So um, as a single mom of four, um, obviously at a certain age, although you'd never guess, but I am uh, actually currently 49 years old. And do you know what? I'm proud of that because, you know, it's a, you know, growing older is a privilege denied to many, many, many people. So um, I'm never a lady that would be ashamed uh, to share her age. Um, so coming from a, a mental health uh, background, uh, which I was honoured and humbled uh, to serve, and then uh, more more latterly um, as a holistic therapist, um, you know, I got I got... I got wind of, you know, a thing called cryptocurrency and I wanted to learn more about it. And I thought, you know, because I'm a good researcher, I thought I'd done all my due diligence and like you do. And I invested a small amount of money into um, a, a company, a project, whatever you want to call it. And subsequently, uh, you know, a number of months later, I lost that money. Now, it wasn't the money, uh, it wasn't the amount of the money uh, that I lost that, that, that was the problem. It was more the fact that, you know, I felt so liberated, you know, because I really pushed, you know, myself to even set up a wallet. You know, I didn't even know what the difference was, a hard wallet, a soft wallet, you know, what I was in Google all the time. I'm like, what on earth does this mean? I don't understand it. Um, so I was in Google all the time, everywhere I could be trying to find out. And, um, you know, I mean, when I set up my first wallet, I think it, was, it took me like hours, hours and hours. I, like, I fried my own brain. I was like, ooh. So when this platform, you know, went downhill because, you know, it was unsustainable or whatever it was, you know, I don't know. I realised, you know, that actually I really liked, um, you know, the fact that I'd pushed my brain and I'd really, you know, uh, learned lots of new things and I liked that. And I thought, you know, it's not, you know, the fault of, of, of the technology behind it, you know, the blockchain technology or even crypto. It's, you know, bad actors out there. It's a lack of education on my part. It's, you know... Well, well, okay, wait, there's bad actors out there. Even if you had the top education, unless there's consumer protection protocols, unless their financials are on chain, how the heck are you supposed to know if they're over levered? How, right? How? Unless you have access to their data vault, unless you're an executive who looks at their financials. I'm sorry, how? You can't. 
right? So the issue is a systemic issue, but that we'll, we'll dive into. So, okay. But the beautiful thing is, so when COVID hit and we were all sort of rattled a bit and maybe isolating in our homes, you decided to take lemons, a, 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 a chuck full of lemons, or perhaps a, what's, what's larger than a chuck full? I don't even know what a chalk is. Just one. A bunch of lemons. Turn it to lemonade. Lemon. One lemon. Just one lemon. One lemon. Okay. So, 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 um, so you know, go through the process. And not number. Yeah. So, yeah. So, you know, on the back of, you know, what I just shared with you there, I decided that, you know, there was a pain point. I needed to educate myself. I was fascinated. I wanted to learn more about it. And I liked the way that it made me feel. Um, you know, I felt empowered and liberated and I felt, you know, like my brain had suddenly come alive and I loved it and I wanted to keep learning. And I thought, you know, obstacles to me were just challenges. They weren't, yes. you know, no entry. They were, you know, well, you know what? I'll find a way underneath it, over it, around the side of it, or I'll find a way to smash straight through it. But I'm going to learn and I'm not going to stop. And um, so I started working um, for a blockchain training academy for about a year. After having no tech experience, after having no tech experience, this event happens and now you're boom, right smack. Okay, so go ahead. Yep, I educated myself. And really, my, my, my job there wasn't, you know, around the tech as much. It was more around human behavior. And, and you know, and because I've always, you know, obviously my background uh, is in that. And, um, you know, I was doing that for about a year and I thought, you know what, I could do this myself. <laughs> um, so, Hell yeah. I've always been a bit stubborn. No, I love it. I love it. You know what? I, I can do it, my, do it myself. Why can't I? You know, um, and I, you know, I, I set up, you know, some social media pages, you know, for women's empowerment because, you know, I recognised with COVID that there was a real problem with women, business women in general, really, um, that were having to pivot and all these things. And, you know, I wanted people to have a voice. I didn't want them to sit in the in the in the shadows you know um so i did that and then i was approached um by two wonderful human beings um who offered me a partnership and i thought yeah you know a partnership you know to educate people and to raise awareness and to you know minimize risks and as much as possible so that other people like me didn't maybe get into the same you know issue uh, that i've described earlier and at the end of the call uh, the two wonderful human beings said, right, that's, this is great, you know, we'll send over the documentation, the legal paperwork, um, but we need, you know, a website, and we need to incorporation number, da 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 and I thought, oh, heck, I said yes, of course, at the time, because I thought, you know, you, you don't look at gift horse in the mouth, this is an opportunity. Is oh, yeah, you say yes, you say yes, yes. Exactly. Like, yes, yes, no problem. I'll have it for you by Monday. This is like, I don't know, Friday. I'm like, oh my God. And I came off. Was, anyway, I studied, I Googled, I set up my own website from a lounge here in the middle of COVID in the pandemic. Um, I, I used, um, you know, I don't know if I'm allowed to say, but I said I used Wix. Um, you know, which is for everyone who doesn't know, that's a very consumer friendly way. That's a very, for those who don't know, that's a very super consumer friendly way to launch a site. Like it's just kind of like drag and drop, drag and drop, drag and drop. And, uh, but yeah, anyway, yeah, go ahead. So, so that, that was the beginning, which is fascinating. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And it was half past one in the morning. 
Um, I was I was in the bed at this point, and I thought, and you know, and I just thought, I can't I can't pass this up. This is an opportunity, and um, I incorporated uh, Chief and Pro at half past one in the morning in my bed. I thought, you know what? And I was terrified. I thought, you know what? Go. Nothing ventured, nothing gained. Go for it. You know, you're coming from a good place. Just go for it, and that's what I did. Yes. Yeah, you ventured into so. I mean, so we have these things that animate us. So my background is behavioral neuroscience. Yours is, again, like behavior and mental health. So, again, we have a lot of alignment and understanding. So, I mean, the obstacle is, is the way, right? So in the path, there's a story of the king who brought his two sons to educate him on the way of the world. And he did that by placing a boulder on the path that would go to the kingdom, right, out to the agrarian area to the kingdom. And then so there's, there's three groups of people who pass. The first are the elites. And they, they anger and they curse the name of the king. How, how dare he let this boulder in the way? And then there were the uh, monks and they, they, they prayed to God to say, thank you for this, you know, uh, opportunity whereby we can walk around and something, some justification that they came up with. That was a little silly because, you know, there was the boulder and, you know, people do need to pass paths sometimes and they got a carriage and a thing and you need the road, right? Okay. So then comes the man, the laborer who maybe from the north, if you will, or for, for, from, you know, in America, off the coasts. And, uh, and he's exhausted from his day, having tended to the fields. And then he sees the boulder, and then he, he's no energy, but whatever he is, it moves over to the side. And under the boulder was a treasure trove, if you will, a, a treasure chest of, of, of gold, which he brought back to his, I mean, this is, I mean, not, not part of the story, but like, you know, he brought back, he became sovereign, his family, his community, and the five concentric circles, which we say, you know, the territory and the world over time, like he was able to, by his voluntary effort, seeing the obstacle as the way, and then in, in him assuming that responsibility and moving it for others, the ones who would have to pass, pass that path, he was rewarded. And, and, but there's no promise of the reward. It was just he was doing right action because it was good, as you said. That's why he would do it, because it's good. Right? And so, and, and like, that's what you're doing and you're doing it for, uh, and we're going to get into it, but so women in Bangladesh, young women, so you have a partnership and I'm not going to talk about it. I'm going to have you sort of talk about it. And it's like, so it shows Bangladesh for a specific reason, which is not, you know, uh, it was just because that was more organic to you. But tell me, why in your mind do you want to do what you're doing in Bangladesh right now? And, and explain the program a little bit. And if you want to let someone know, maybe you're here or there to check it out, it's a great time to do it. Yeah, sure thing, sure thing. So, you know, uh, one of our first partners, the ones that I just described um, earlier, uh, were from Bangladesh, uh, Neela from Women in Digital and Lumina Dev. And, you know, she's a wonderful human being and we've spoke um, online for, you know, every week pretty much for the last, I don't know, two plus years. And we actually met in London recently. She travelled over and it was, oh, it was so amazing to meet with her. And, you know, she's trained, you know, thousands, thousands of, of young girls and young women uh, to code and become developers. And um, she's trained them thousands. I mean, she's she's done some really impactful work that's, that's changed the lives of, of many women there. And, uh, you know, so I really wanted to help support that, really, through Shifan Pro. And, um, you know, so we've, we've got some roadmaps uh, for 2023, which will involve, you know, um, sponsoring, um, you know, women over there to, to become trained uh, so they can, you know, gain jobs, you know, meaningful jobs, you know, that will help feed the families, will help empower them, 
Um, we're also looking to look at the recruiting side as well once they are um, qualified and um, through our partners we're going to look at trying to recruit them and support them and um, you know and, it, and, it, and it's important it's important because um, you know as much as I can complain about you know standards of living over here sometimes at the UK obviously we know that we're in a, a market downturn and you know there's an economic crisis and all these things um, but yeah, I mean, these, these women are, are just remarkable, you know, the work ethic and everything, they're just beautiful human beings. And um, if I can help support that, you know, the Sheep and Pro community can help support that. Okay, so you're the CEO of Sheep and Pro, just to be clear, you're the, you're the CEO and you developed this back when you just decided, I'm going to go from being a healer to into tech and then just ended up in the middle of all, like the Blockchain Association advisor and so on. Uh, did I say that right? The Blockchain Council. Sorry, right? I'm saying that right? Yeah. I am. Okay, good, good, good. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And so what you've done with, I think SheFab is the initiative, right? That's the joint venture? Yeah, that's a joint enterprise. Yeah, joint venture. Yeah. Yes. Okay. So what you've done is essentially, and I, and I like that we're focusing, I mean, it could be on Bangladesh, we can talk about other territories, but you're focusing on an area where, quite frankly, these young girls simply would not have had the opportunity. Okay, so you're creating optionality for them. And in that optionality, if they voluntarily pursue it, they now become sovereign agents. And a sovereign agent, without having sovereignty, there's no freedom. And it's funny, you and I discussed uh, what, what, what our archaeological signs are. Or am I saying that right? Astronomical? Horoscope. 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 That's better. That's better. So we don't have to remember the different. I like that. I like that. Okay. So horoscopes. And then, and then. I had, I had said that I was the Taurus with the bull, and then you said that we tend to be softies on the inside. I'm like, yes, the meek, right? You know, the sword sharpened in the sheath, only to take it out when it's most necessary for the good. And yourself was? Libra. Which is? Scales of justice. Aha, yes, yes. So and then we kind of got into, like, can there really be freedom without justice, right? Without justice. Can there be true freedom? without justice, right? And so by true, I just mean accurate. I, it's, it's, an, it's a archery term. So is sin, by the way, which is funny, right? Maintain your arm true, oriented, you know, truthfully, like may my aim be true. It's towards the target and then uh, may not be sinful. I mean, I know these were adopted into theological uh, uh, worldviews, but they, it would be off the aim, off the target, right? And so like you are, you are essentially creating a means whereby people can voluntarily pursue sov individual sovereignty and then express the best version of themselves. And then in so doing, it's not only they who benefit, but it's their family. We, we call it the five concentric circles. I think you talked about legacy and world. It's like the self, the family, the community, the territory, the world over time, legacy, right? It's changed the world. And, and it really only takes, and you would know this, a few people aligned with doing good as we've defined it, right? Good, to really move that needle. Yeah. Do you know what? You know, for me, um, you know, it's about leveling up. You know, it's about leveling up. And, you know, right, as far as I'm concerned, as long as you're, you know, a good, decent human being, you know, everybody gets a seat around Sheep and Plus table and will eat, you know, absolutely, full stop, end of. And, you know, for me, you know, the smallest, the smallest movement is the most powerful and it's never to be underestimated. You know, if you look at, you know, where I live here in, in, in Yorkshire, you know, there's beautiful countryside and there's amazing, like up on the um, hills, there's an amazing natural waterfall. It's, and it just cascades into this torrent of 
wild, beautiful, powerful water, and it's just gorgeous. But when you look at it, you know, that started from one raindrop at the top of that mountain that gathered, and before you know it, it carved its way through stone and cascaded at the bottom into this beautiful white water, rapid, stunning. Oh, I love it. I love it. I love your explanation of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and, and this is it. You know, it doesn't take, you know, uh, the majority. You know, quite often the minority have got more power than you'd ever realise. You know? Oh, sure, and sure. Because that raindrop was a minority. Yes, yeah, well, I, it, it's, it's the minority. I, I, I feel like there's parameters. It's a minority who sh it's a minority of good agents who share first principles and who which is very important the, the share the first the, the fundamental axioms you know it doesn't have to be the specific technicality it's the foundational act the substrate if you will the chain you know uh if we're going to get technical on and, and and get the techies uh, hot on this um if, if they believe in the foundational principles so let's say for the blockchain right the ethos would be decentralization and democratization right of these systems transparency etc like this is what changes the world it's a handful of perhaps you call them i'm not gonna call them revolutionaries i'm gonna call them just rebellion re rebels i'll call them rebels right uh right a, a handful of rebels willing to do perhaps what others won't and in doing so they become what others can't not to say because they're unable because they were willing to do something let's say different in kind from what's been done and, and usually that's that's greeted in the beginning no good deed goes unpunished. Usually, it's 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 treated um, uh, with uh, let's say uh, not the proper fanfare. Uh, but over time, as long as you stick to uh, your personal integrity, which is all you can control, you really can't control your reputation as much as you might want to. Yeah. But your integrity, you can. Yeah. Over time, people see that consistency, and that overrides any reputational damage through cancel culture or whatever that you know this big term is now. And 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 you can over and you can overcome it. And and you're an example of someone who went from not being involved in tech to being like influential in tech. Not only that, but actually it's application in a territory that will have now that single drop boop, and then psh, throughout the concentric circles. I mean, that's just, you are that raindrop right now, this initiative that you're doing. And so maybe you wanna just uh, draw people's attention to where they can go take a look at it, of putting that raindrop to carve out that area and this, again, beautiful waterfall falling into the storm. Yeah, yeah. And that's, um, you know, for like, yeah. it's about you know, she can is is built and sustained on relationships, um, and that's the the basic business model, really. I suppose you know, and it's, yep. it's not rocket science. You know, it's the things, it's the values that my parents, you know, my late parents instilled in me from being a little girl. You know, it's the things that I hold in my heart. You know, the the relationship. You know, the the, the taking care of each other, the supporting each other, not being scared of each other. You know, yeah, we need some competition. You know, it keeps us on our toes and makes us get out of the bed in the morning when maybe we want to stay in a little bit longer. But, you know, it's, it's about, you know, not being too precious about things. And, and, and actually, you know, there's immense power in coming together and sharing capabilities and sharing resource and knowledge and really supporting each other. That's when, you know, that, that rain top drop turns into the, to the waterfall. Yes. Yes. And it's especially when there's not a fight over absolute ownership. It's the game theory of iteration over time. So if you do this, you identify the bad actors. I mean, double default, you know, the basic rules of game theory and it comes to cooperative action. So it's kind of like, yeah, you, you don't go forward if you started with a default. Okay, fine. 
if you are started with the good, then you always match it. They default once, you do the forgive, they default again, uh, two in a row, that's a stop game, right? Okay, for example. <clears throat> but the idea is that you have to be willing to, quote, fail. And it, by me saying fail, I mean just be disappointed. Um, but to keep it in perspective, saying that's part of the process. And then, and then after so many iterations, now you have this group that can change the world. Yeah. But if you if you use that right that initial failure or betrayal as a reason to stop, oh my goodness, you haven't even started down the path yet, right? Yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, when I first lost that money, you know, seven years ago, whatever, um, I could have easily thought, ah, it's rubbish. You know, not doing that anymore, and you know, kind of thrown the the dummy out the cot, so to speak. Um. But I thought, no, actually, I like what that brought to me, that experience of setting up that wallet when my brain just went like that, you know. And, and it's only because I'm so stubborn that I continued with it until I'd, I'd done it because there were many, many times I could have just put that down. So I thought, I don't understand the language. I don't know all these technical terms. You know, I just don't understand it. You know, I couldn't even copy and paste, remember. So when I'd, when I'd achieved that, I, yeah, I felt pumped. I felt charged. I felt, I felt really, I felt good. Yeah, good. I felt like I could have moved the world. You know what I mean? It did a lot yep. for me. You built, you built like that, yeah. And on that basis, I, 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 you know, I got the appetite to learn more, and I thought, right, I need to, I need to learn more. And you know, I educated myself, and you know, by no means do I class myself as an expert, you know, um, because I'm not. But an expert enough to be to be brought in as an advisor to one of the most prestigious councils, so maybe not downplay. <laughs> oh, okay, I suppose, yeah. <laughs> okay, keep on going, please. I, humility, humility is a virtue. I like it. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm just, I'm just a regular, I'm just a regular woman that's always worked hard and raised her four children the best way that she can. I've juggled childcare, I've juggled shifts, I've spent my life looking after others. Um, you know, and you know, I've, I've always had an unquenchable thirst to to do better, to be better, and to help others. You know, not just to run off into the sunset by myself um but to open the gate for others to 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 run through as well because um you know it, it's really important to me really important it makes you feel good i mean as well carving the path for others and i realized that um going in my, my former life as life sciences is of course well you're still doing it but reiki and and uh with the nhs uh mental health so what what happened was when I so when I first got my goings after I was a trainer I, and I get, did a bunch of things, but then okay I was business development. You kind of just doing sales, and then it was like director of this. I'm like okay it's cool. Now it's international, international. You're doing product okay, but then it was like I became the leader and then and then chair. And then when that happened, there was something that shifted in me, and it was like yeah I was making a little bit more money or a lot more money, but like that really wasn't it actually because my expenses proportionally catch you know just just just. Just having to tag along, so it didn't really matter as much, right? It's just you know, a dumb kid, you know, not knowing any better. But it is what it is. That's why we need mentors, and we can talk about that perhaps later about how you would make a fantastic mentor. Perhaps she fan pro has a mentorship program in the future, or even now. Uh, but but so it was at that point when it wasn't like, okay, how's my quarterly going to uh, commission me, right? Or you know distribution or whatever based on my shareholders right how, how am i gonna you know make some money off this it was like wow i have 200 250 depending on the time 
families that depend on me, I better get my tush off the couch. And also at the same time, because I was like, like you, like really into like, you know, doing the research and perhaps maybe being a perfectionist. I don't know if, that, if you fall into that hole, but like, but like just working, you're being very indu- hyper-industrious, right? Hyper-industrious. It was like, I also was like, like killing myself at times, like too many hours. So I realized that I needed the mental health part, which you, right? And, and uh, so that, that, that balance had to be there. So um, one of our aims uh, of our brother uh, uh, foundation, which is Citizen Warrior, is to identify mentors and to identify leaders uh, in emergent tech. And uh, the idea is that we live in a den of thieves. This is what I readily admit as this being my industry and filled with a bunch of uh, crud that is being scraped out right now through the FTX spread. It's contagion. And uh, we're working with local DAs right now because we need to make an example out of a few people. And uh, right now, if anyone's following, and I'm sure you have, uh, the Celsius um, bankruptcy case, they're about to rule today or tomorrow. Uh, if, if the assets deposited are that of the depositors or Celsius, what an insane just proposition, let alone the fact that it's contentious. Like, come on. Yeah. I mean, it's like, you're, you're right. Yeah. Yeah. People are going to be like, yeah. Here's my stuff. Took me forever to build. It's yours now. Cool? Yeah, cool. Like, that would ever happen. That's what we call the basic B argument. No, that's not how the life works, bro. But that's how the court is arguing. So if we see all this injustice, okay, we talk about justice, and we see the people not being represented, have to represent them, and we want to make an example out of them. So what can she fan pro do to provide mentors or program? Right. Uh, so like, I guess like an instructional program or a program of accreditation or through your affiliations with like the blockchain council who, who does uh, uh, like a, a accreditation, certification, educational type of things to kind of uh, position you upward uh, within the uh, emerging tech. I think maybe specific to blockchain and smart contract Web3, uh, but maybe beyond that space. I, I'm not as, as uh, educated as I should be on it. But um, what can she pro specifically do? So that perhaps Citizen Warrior Foundation and Chief Bank can team up to provide mentors and teach them that moral compass, perhaps, within emergent tech. So, yeah, absolutely. So, you know, I provide um, consultations, mentoring, coaching. Um, I do a lot as well around not only, you know, uh, by exemplifying my own journey uh, within building, you know, what is now a registered trademark company uh, after nine months of, of incorporating, thank you, uh, with 65 partners spanning over 22 countries with access to over 40,000 devs, with certified education, with marketing teams, with... Yeah, guys, very legit, very, very, very legit. From no tech experience to super legit and super admirable. I just want to just get it out there, all right? Just in case people have to like do their own due diligence, due diligence done. Anyway, please, yes. Thank you, thank you. No, no, I'm here to to you know, um, you know, invite people to that table, um, and you know, to come and dine with me, and we, you know, because you deserve a seat at that table, and um, I'm here to also show that you know, you can do it. You know, um, I have so many uh, 
women particularly that will come to me and say, oh, I'm too old, I can't learn that now, or it's like a heartbeat. You know, look at me, I'm 49 now. I'm 49, I'm, and I, you know what? It's a privilege tonight to many. 49 years young, 49 years young. Look at you, you're killing it, please. What the heck is 49 mean 49. Exactly. You know, single mom to four, you know, from a health background. Good job on that, by the way. Good job. Look at you doubling, yeah, doubling the rate right there. Yeah, very nice. Well done. Yeah, yeah. So I'm here to show others that, you know, you can do it actually, because if I can do it, believe me, you can do it. So in that, you know, I do a lot of coaching and mentoring programs, um, you know, personally, directly. Um, whether it's around confidence building, whether it's about your mindset, whether it's about managing imposter syndrome, whether it's about, you know, how do I do it? How do I get going? You know, um, you know, because we never had, you know, uh, investors or, or a huge budget. I never threw a load of money. I literally did it with one lemon. When you talked about a cartload of lemon in making champagne, I did it with one lemon. In fact, probably even the lemon skin. I don't even know a pick. Um, you know, um, but you know it can be done. You know it can be done, and you know, and you know, obviously we 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 built and sustained um, on relationships and connections and the human, you know, behind the tech really. And we try our best to help support all our partners, um, you know, with options for, for scale up or resource sharing capabilities, whatever it is, uh, initiatives for social impact for women. Um, and yeah, the, you know. We're here, you know, to provide the A to Z within the space, you know, through introductions um, and sharing, you know, that resource really, because I, I do believe that, you know, it's to get when we're together, that's when we grow. Yeah, so maybe a point of differentiation between SheFam Pro and and Sister Warrior Foundation is that we we do it for, I mean, we, we don't even look at, at the sex, but we do look at the territory, right? We look at the territory. So if I see a territory where I see an asymmetrical advantage relative to, let's say, the expression of governance, we put it that way, right? Then, yeah, absolutely. I'm like, focus on that. And if it's not that, I mean, I just see emergent tech and its ability to mitigate meaningless suffering. And, and, and I think it's there. And I do, th but, but at the same time, right, to, to, to give uh, credit where credit's due, there's asymmetries in territories that are vast. And it, it doesn't allow for autonomy to express itself in such a way that can impact the world. And that's why I'm very bullish. On what you're doing in uh, Bangladesh, that's why, like, I'm like, I'm all with you on that because I agree with you. That's an area specifically that, like, that would really mitigate suffering and provide justice. I would say, yeah, 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 absolutely. It would, it would, it would you know, empower people to, you know, to to have a seat at the table, so to speak. You know, why shouldn't they? You know, and you know, I'm I'm tired of you know inequality, and I'm tired of you know people been made to take a back seat you know and um, we've all got you know the the right you know to be driving as such and um you know whether that's through lack of a, uh, opportunity or whatever it is you know at the end of the well, day, I'm here. can i interrupt you on that because because you're in the you're an example of this so i just have to jump in on that because you so you raised four children okay so you right four children and so that you doubled you know the the average, if you will, in, in the Western world, uh, reproduction rate. I don't know what you want to call it. It just sounds like so cold or whatever, but you, you, you have made many beautiful babies. Okay. Who are now young adults. Okay. So, but I just want to just focus on that for a second. So, uh, and as much as you're comfortable on, right. But like, essentially you're working full time, you're working your butt off, you're helping other people. Now you got these kids. 
And you have a daughter now who I think is 15. Um, maybe you can t share whatever it is you want to about bringing her up as a full-time employee, right? And maybe what she's up to today. Yeah, oh, I mean, she's amazing. She's um, she's she's learning to code. Number one, <laughs> <laughs> learning to code. Are you doing that for the hashtag? Hashtag learn to code. Okay, got it. Got it. Got it. It's true. It's true. And and actually, when she was, um, I think she was about eleven, and they did a they, the, the teacher at her high school did a did a, a lesson on you know blockchain technology and all these things. And um, my daughter Hallie uh, just knew all the answers uh the teacher found herself back in google she was like oh let me just check that um hallie then she's like yeah, hallie you're right and you know all this and i'm like yeah you know you've been listening My to mom. mama <laughs> but um you know she she um she's an actress she's modeling she's a straight a student she's um she's fluent in spanish now she's just an amazing um spirited young lady uh, that i'm very very proud of as i am equally all the other three children as well you know they're all she's she's a gig on a major streaming she's a gig on a major streaming platform as well she she did do yeah yeah a couple of years ago she uh, she featured on netflix yeah she did yeah 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 so i mean so but the idea is that again you didn't have everyone being like let me support all of your endeavors Sheila, let me just make life easy for you. Let me, let me go ahead and just, let me just give you this and that and this and that and make your life easy for you. And that's why now, demonstrably, I mean, all four of your kids are great, I'm sure, but we're focusing just, just you know, for, so, right. So, so did it, did it happen by magic? Was it magic? It, it was, it was hard work. It was belief. Um, it was, I did a lot of it because um, when my older daughter, she's 24 now, um, my my mum died, um, so I was quite young um, when I was pregnant with my eldest daughter. She's 24 now, and um, you know I thought you know she can't carry that torch anymore because you know God has taken her, um, but I sure as hell can. And uh, I picked up that torch and I ran with it. And I wasn't sure which way I was going to run. I just needed to do something good uh, for myself and for other human beings. And um, and and yeah, you know I did it in her memory. Um, so yeah, no, we've not had it easy. You know, we're here on our own. We've got no family here. Um, my father just passed four years ago as well. I'm sorry to hear that. Um, so we do, yeah, sorry, sorry, no. So you know, we've, we I've done it really. You know, because I always knew that there was something better out there, and I always I never believed that we had to settle for what it was or how things were. That actually, you know, we 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 can do it, and you know, we, we we've got to at least try to be that raindrop and um, and and keep dropping really um because eventually you know surely it's you know a lot of averages will tell you that it's going to carve something out you know so i just want to kind of close on this because i okay you are highly industrious you're also highly intellectually curious you also obviously are extroverted so if i were to, so i mean again my, my my background in behavioral neuroscience like i'd be lying if i say i don't do a little profiling when i first meet people uh and uh and and that's why i said we're kindred spirits because we actually are on a personality chart we line up uh almost i mean even the lateral thinking across separate domains i mean it's almost uncanny but um so i'm going to assert that perhaps your temperament and behavioral propensity um, may not come natural given the variance on the social environment where people are reared. And so, yes, 
the human spirit is capable of amazing things. But what came to you without a mentor, without support, may not come as easily to others without a mentor and without support. So as we're all equal under, under God and under the law, as we ought to be under the law, um, when it comes to doing what you've done within the last three years, which is quite frankly, like maybe there should be a Netflix story on that. So Netflix, if you're listening, uh, you know, <laughs> time to green light it, yo. All right. So it's just, it's just, so you took the COVID lockdowns, you learned all these things during that time. And, and now here you are and you have the ability now to have that concentric positive affect, right? And by spreading, uh, you know, the ability to be sovereign. So I want to again focus on SheFam Pro. This uh, this is uh, your baby that you had started during that time. You are a connector, you are a mentor, you are a healer. And what you were able to do, I assert, others may need some guidance on. And so um, SheFam Pro, guidance, if it's needed, and trust me, we all need guidance. Also, education. You had mentioned the blockchain council with which you, whom you, we do advise, right? So, and this is one of the more prestigious associations out there. So, people, I mean, everyone knows that kind of, I guess, if they're in tech. But this is more broad now, so some people don't. And um, it, it would be, I would like to see numbers. I want to see per territory, sort of who's getting educated on Web three, and who's not. Because there's something that bothers me, and tell me what you think of this shield. Because it's the same, you know, whatever. You are a big brother, right? And then we're now like smaller, right? UK, and then, and so you know, we're kind of connected, yeah. Okay, uh, I mean, like we're definitely connected, obviously. So anyway, the point is that like our universities, right? I will Oxford may be a little bit different, and Warren, I think they all they all have like one program relative to this, uh, and I think maybe MIT had one program too. Yeah, that uh, Gensler taught. Remember Gensler taught that that. Bitcoin blockchain program? Ah, oh, it's crazy. All right, but that they're not educating the, the the tech generation of tomorrow to do anything relative to emerging tech. What is go? Okay, we'll finish on that then because that is just more like an, like absurdity to me. And why, why I'm like maybe let's talk to the blockchain council and get them to 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 blockchainify accreditation, you know, academia to get their act together. What's the deal with that? Is that like? They don't want us to succeed. They don't want us to make money. They don't want like like alums like giving them a bunch of money in the back. It's like, dude, what's going on there? I think you know. I think sometimes it, it comes down to to fear. Um, you know, fear of, of you know. I, I, I always think there's a difference between leadership versus micromanagement. Um, you know, and I'm a member of the um, leadership institution as well, and. Um, you know, I, I think sometimes, you know, ridiculous behaviour is often born out of fear, a fear of losing that control, number one. Um, number two, you know, I think it's, I think, it's, you know, it's still early days. It's still early days, isn't it, in the scheme of things? You know, it doesn't yeah. feel like tremendously early days for me because I've, I'm deep in it. Um, but, you know, I, I still have many people that I can, you know, maybe try and share what it is that I do and, and they just, you know, they just don't get it. I think I'm a big believer. I think, you know, I'm studying uh, child psychology historically and, and adult psychology as well, that, you know, we should be doing this from, you know, from teeny weeny little kids, you know, in, in, I don't know, primary, first school, whatever you want to call it, you know, you know, from whatever you call it, you know, the, the, 
young, you know. Kindergarten. What was it the German word? Yeah. Kindergarten. <laughs> Whatever. It's a kind of a freaky term, but yeah, since like primary school. Yeah, why not? Exactly. Well, that's my question, though. Why not? Like, I really actually like it's not more than rhetorical. Like, again, they're fearful, right? What are they fearful of? Like, I know I don't want to get conspiratorial, but it's like, dude, look at India. They got Web three throughout their public institutions, and like their government isn't particularly bullish on crypto, right? So, okay, how is that the case? And then we have the land of the free, and then the the builder literally of common law, where the Enlightenment kind of consolidated and come came together for the most part it's like what's going on with our you know, so i think i think that because Sister warrior foundation wants to mitigate meaningless suffering uh through emergent tech and she fan pro mentors and your affiliation with all these associations that have cred and they and they have influence as they ought because of what they produced because look at their deeds not their words look at their deeds and so, good, we're well positioned. Maybe we ought to encourage universities within our home, maybe in the North, starting in the UK, just to give them a little, a little, little hedge on, on, on London. Although London's doing quite well. We're, we're working on that. We're, 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 we're working on that. Myself and, and a few others that we're partnered with are working on that right now because, you know, we recognize the importance of, of education and raising awareness. and, and you know that that freedom of choice. You know that you know you can only choose oh, freedom. I love it. Yes, on the table. Yes. You know, but you know you you need to really you know you need to have everything on the table so that people have that freedom of choice, that liberty, that that empowerment to make those informed decisions and choices for themselves moving forward. And I think you know that needs to be done from a from a, a very young age. It needs to be something that you know kids grow up with. You know, like they grow up learning. You know, I don't know maths or science or all the other really really important topics in curriculum that that kids need to learn that are very important um but you know i think there needs to be you know it needs to be it needs to be there it needs to be present um you know so people can go ahead and and you know and the, the way that the technology is going you know it's going to be part of you know our day-to-day -day lives anyway you know it's creeping in um and that's not a bad thing but you know should we be teaching people about it you know should we be looking at you know fundamental early years we have a moral obligation to we have a moral obligation to to prepare them for the world to come and we have not been proper stewards of that as a people right within the west at least uh i know that india again i mean they're they're ahead on us all and some of the best engineers, um, I, I speak to them all. I mean, like, I'm not like saying we should compete with India. It's like, I'm recruiting from India. <laughs> like, those are some of my boys, right? And they know some of the surrounding areas because they're pumping out talented engineers. So I'm like, but at the same time, it's like, I love my country. I'm not always a fan of what my government always does, although we do want to work with our government always. And I've done a lot of work with our government. Um, but I want to do more work with them. So check out the site, Blockchain USA. You might get a kick out of that. Uh, but, uh, yeah, 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 that's going to be fun. Um, but yeah, first, yeah, uh, entertain the DOD before you entertain USAID. But, but the long story short is that, um, there is an idea and let's just be frank because we all, Warrior Cast is, is, I mean, it's slogan, right? Seeking the truth in the world, seeing what we got mad. It's like, okay, well, we, we know reasonable actions, right? So if there is a, a, uh, a new frontier, we ought to prepare our youth at least, if not everyone. Uh, in order to 
pursue that frontier. And it seems, I mean, so we know empirically there's been a dumbing down. There's been a dumbing down. And it, it could be lack of quality control or it could be some conspiracy and blah, blah, blah. But, but you know, so everyone, they have their own ideas of how that's happened, right? But like the point is that like we as free agents, speaking you and me or Citizen Warrior Foundation and, 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 and Chief Am Pro, right? And, the, and our associations and our partners, because we're partners with some formidable, we are got, they, they've, they've built nation states like that. You know people who built smart cities and like who are reshaping standards relative to the future of emerging tech and how it's expressed. So it's like, perhaps it is time to take a stand, put a staff on the ground, say, okay, this is where we are. This is where we need to be. And as you said earlier, I wish some people saw that. It's like, you go around it, you go under it, you go over it, or they go through it. And that's the last, that's the last option, but if necessary. So this is something that needs to be done for the people that are our neighbors, and um, this is something that perhaps I'll bring you on in several months following the ruling on Celsius, which by today, please watch because it, it's a watershed moment. It's a watershed moment in crypto in our space. As, as I, I don't need to tell you, you already know, but, um, and, and depending on that, we're going to be bringing on partners who say, listen, um, now there's a void because what, what happened, right? All of CFI got wiped. Most of the exchanges got wiped. DeFi is very vulnerable because of post-quantum hack, hack, hacking. I mean, it's just how it is. A nation state can breach any type of, you know, I don't, I don't care what your, what your security is. I mean, it's a Shangri-La is a 2x of the existing encryption code, while there's like three orders of magnitude greater by the level of the nation state. It's just cost prohibitory for the retailer or maybe some institutions. But when you get enough capital, you get that quantum action, right? So it's like, yeah, uh, these things exist and they're vulnerable and we're seeing meaningless suffering at scale because of these villains happening right now. And honestly, like it's better go the right way in court or else the responsible parties will be named and all these things. The thing is that we can reset suggested opt-in standards, suggested opt-in standards. Yeah. Right? So we can create an ISO. How do you launch a DAO, right? Uh, you know, an ISO, right? You know, you know, you know what I mean. It's the decentralized standardizing organization with the central, you know, auditor type thing. The TUV. It's like uh, the Americans don't really know. So we have we have um, uh, the USFDA, which is highly centralized, and there's a revolving door between the industry I used to be in and them and the regulars and that. And then yeah, the ISO is a set of standards, and you you comply or not. But this is opt in; it wouldn't be mandated, right? So that it, it stays aligned with the blockchain ethos, nothing by fiat. But yeah, someone's got to. This there's a vacuum. And we, by combining resources, relationships, and intelligence, human, uh, intellectual, and financial capital, can come together and chart a course forward, public, transparent. That's it. Remember before I said about like the moral, the moral thing, like the, the foundational axioms must be shared. We can set that forward. We can be those drops who can do that. And if not us, we can inspire others who are better than us to do it. And then either way, what's the result? The result is mitigation of meaningless suffering. So that's why I love what you do. You see the human behind the technology. That's why like, that's why I was so excited to, to bring you on here. Thank you, thank you. And I think, you know, I think we're far more powerful than we realize we are. Um, it's just about, you know, speaking that language. It's about the ability to tap into, you know, to the thing that's kept you going all these years and through all the adversity, you know, like a, you know, the thing that, you know, 
determines whether you're a, a phoenix that rises from the ashes. And, you know, that adversity is, is, is necessary at times. Um, you know, to, to you know, my mum used to say, bless her, she used to say, um, what doesn't break, you'll make you stronger. And, uh, you know, you, you come out of it, you know, like that phoenix. And, um, yeah, and, and that's what I'm, I'm trying to do. And that's what I'm trying to enable other people to do as well. That, you know, you, you, you can do it um, if you want to. And, you know, there are ways, you know, through introductions and through, you know, meeting new people and sharing capabilities that, you know, you know, the world's our oysters. You know, we're, we're, we're alive, we've got a heartbeat, you know, and um, it's never too late. For people like you, though, with a good spirit, I just want to be clear, everybody who's listening. If you have, I would say a good soul, but if not your intent, but your deeds demonstrate that your intent is aligned with the outcome of the activities as expressed by the deeds, right? It's like, if you orient yourself upward on the, I don't know if you want to call it the righteous path, it might sound theological, but on the right path to, to mitigate suffering, Starting with, 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 with the scarcity of themselves. You have to you have to be sovereign, right? With what you're doing with the young girls in Bangladesh. You have to in order to so it, it, it's it's this all this opportunity that she was speaking of, the prerequisite is that you orient yourself in the proper direction. You have to orient yourself. And that's an intent. You have to intend to do it. You have to say, I intend, I voluntarily intend to be properly oriented and then once you're there, then yes, it's all possible. It's all possible. And flushing out the bad actors, I think, may be something that that that, that we potentially engage uh, going forward because we need to preserve this space. And, and we need to, uh, given what just happened, make sure this does not happen again. Uh, but I love what you're, you're doing. Yes. If you say you have you know, and it's coming from a good place, you know, here, has to come from a good place. Raindrop, you know, that raindrop will carve out, you know, that the intention of maybe creating a waterfall, for example, you know, like I was speaking about earlier for anybody that's listening. Um, you know, and, and, and naturally, as a, as a natural sort of organic path, you know, the, the debris, if you want to call it that, you know, the bad actors, the debris, will get swept along in that current and will be washed away. You know, it, yeah, the burning of the deadwood. Yeah, I believe in in simplifying complexity. You know, as yes, yes, we're we're hell bent, aren't we, in find in finding you know equally complex solutions for what we feel is a complex problem. And actually, you know, the the secret and the answers often lie in the simplicity. And uh, you know, but yeah, as human beings, we feel compelled to find you know complex solutions. And actually. You know, the, the, the magic lies in the simplicity and, um, you know, and I believe with the good intentions, if you're going in the right direction and like you said, orientate yourself, only good can come from that. Yes. Yes. And, and, and your time horizon is important as well, right? The time horizon is important. Just have a system and keep at it. Have faith. Have faith in yourself, right? And I think that that's what you're going to be giving to girls around the world, starting with Bangladesh. I'm sure it will spread. Uh, who perhaps maybe didn't have that staff in the ground, which we referred to earlier, and you give and that and to that I I I know you will do well and not only well, but I hope you do so publicly, so that it can inspire others to do the same. And um, it was just such a blessing, I think, uh, 
that we were introduced. I'll have to thank uh, Miss Miss Fatima for finding you uh, uh, for me. Yeah. Uh, but we're kindred spirits, and this will not be the last time that we speak. Absolutely, better not be. <laughs> oh my goodness! Oh. Oh, I think you're amazing. I love you to bits. Um, you know, I'd, I'd like to thank all our partners, Shifan Pro and everybody that's involved, because without you, um, we, we'd just be me and we wouldn't be Shifan Pro. And, uh, you know, just thank you to everybody that's helped us and everybody that's supported us. Um, you know, they, they, they say the mark of true leadership uh, is to surround yourself with people that can do the job much better than you can. And, um, you know, without all that expertise, including, you know, Daniel Sloan that you mentioned earlier from Future Tech and the Blockchain Council, the Blockchain Chamber of Commerce, Linda Getz, and all these amazing people, Raj Kapoor, Dr. Sindhu, I love them all. And uh, without them, um, you know, I'd just be very lonely sat by myself, wouldn't I? I, I think that... that, that... A sign off of gratitude again exemplifies the virtues with which we want to mentor and 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 point people in the direction of and this is how you ought uh, aspire and so thank you so much for joining and sharing your stories and and this won't be the last time never